What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. We are already to the 30th. My God. This month just flew by. This week flew by. It's Friday, though. We've got the weekend coming up. You guys got some plans? You're ready for the big weekend ahead? I'm heading to get my second vaccine in a couple hours here. Woo! Can't wait. Cannot wait. It's like an hour and a half drive. You know, three-hour drive total, but I'll take it. I'll take it! Be going to games before you know it. Now, they say it's, you know, two weeks after the second shot until you're, you know, fully vaccinated. But still, man, I am excited about this. Let's go. But uh, anyway, it's Friday's podcast. You guys know the drill on Fridays. We do a deep dive for a game coming up this weekend. And uh, today we're going to look at a game coming up on Sunday morning. And we're going to the MLS, some major league soccer, Sunday morning. Let's get right into it. First things first, special thanks to Better Edge, the number one place for everyone to start betting. This has to do with pro, or this includes pros, amateurs, anyone who just started betting, everyone out there in the betting world can benefit and start making more money by simply switching where you make your bets. Now, I know you probably all have your places you like to bet, MGM, FanDuel, that's all great. But the issue is all those places, as expected, charge a pretty heavy VIG. If everyone listening, if you guys all listening want to start betting VIG free today, check out Better Edge. Online, you can find them, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. And like I said, they don't charge a VIG. And it's amazing how much money you will save by betting VIG free. So, you know, it's funny. My girlfriend a couple of days ago, she sees how much I bet and she kind of is interested in it. And she asked me, what should I do? Where should I sign up to make bets? I can't realistically feel good about telling anyone listening, unless you're a pro, to bet with a sports book because you can't beat the VIG, right? If, if, if I would have told her, yeah, go to FanDuel, she's going to lose a lot of money in the next month, year, however long. Now, she may not make them any bets. But my point is, when you bet VIG-free, you bet risk-free. So everyone listening, doesn't matter how good or bad you are, your expected losses, even if you're a terrible better, are zero dollars, zero cents when you bet with Better Edge. So it's just great what they can do. VIG-free betting. Check them out today. Online, betteredge.com. It's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10. Betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, let's get into it. Our game for the weekend. And again, this is on Sunday morning. I don't have the exact time in front of me. I think it's 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Inter-Miami taking on Nashville. So in the MLS, Inter-Miami at Nashville. The current line, Nashville the favorite at home, minus 110 on the money line. Inter-Miami plus 320, and the draw is plus 250. My bet for today, that well, the bet for Sunday that we're going to explain today is Inter-Miami plus a half, minus 110. Now, sometimes, I've said this before, but it's worth repeating, sometimes it's not written on the website as plus a half. Sometimes it's written as double chance. So enter Miami plus a half or double chance at minus 110. What this means is if the game ends in a tie or a draw, we still win the bet. If I enter Miami wins, we win. If Nashville wins the game, we lose the bet. Uh, okay, so early in the season, here's the main thing. Here's my starting point. Early season rankings are slow to adjust. And I find in every sport I bet, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, doesn't matter what we're talking about. Early in the year, 
is where I find my most success. And the reason is because teams make a lot of changes in the offseason. There's injuries. There's manager changes. You know, some of these teams, like Inter-Miami, are brand new pretty much. And the market is so slow to react. Now, I don't blame the market for being slow to react because they risk less and they are safer, they being the market or sports books, by changing slowly because they, they don't fall into the trap of overreacting like a lot of sports bettors do. But if there really is a fundamental change or something that will play out as a change, it takes sometimes a couple of weeks to, to nail that down. You know, the market isn't great at projecting all these different changes, off-season changes. You know, uh, look at a great example last year in college football, BYU. At the beginning of the season, BYU was graded as an average to below average team. You know, in a month in, they're graded as one of the better teams in the country. Because the market takes their time, evaluates on a, a you know a day by day basis, and they take their time, they breed, they don't worry about anything. They'll lose a couple bets as long as they eventually get to the right number, and it doesn't take too long. That's how the market looks at things. They don't ever want to overreact, and they have decades and decades of data to support their current numbers. So we have we do have an advantage as betters because if we do a lot of homework and are good at projecting off season moves, which is tough to do, we can find serious value early in the season. And this is one of those opportunities. So when I evaluate Nashville, what they did in the offseason and how good they should be rated now and enter Miami, what they did in the offseason, how they should be rated now, I have a huge difference in these teams and the market right now clearly doesn't. If anything, the market sees Nashville as the better team. And I don't think that's the case at all. Nashville is getting worse. Nashville last year was their first year in the MLS, and they surprised a lot of people because they played great defense. Nashville won last year with their amazing defense. Well, it didn't take long to see that that defense isn't going to be sticking around. And I, I, I could have told you that before the season started. I thought the one of the most overrated aspects of any team in the MLS last year was Nashville's defense. A lot of people thought they were going to re- repeat. They're going to bring that great defense back. I'm like, no. Last year, I never thought Nashville was that good. They got lucky, had a couple easy games, had an easy schedule towards the end of the year. And a lot of people thought that defense was a lot better than it was. Well, come to find out, as I said, they've showed through the first two games it's not. They've given up four goals in two games to two very below average offenses. So they haven't started the season very well at all to my projection. This is what I thought would happen with Nashville. I didn't think they were near as good as the market did ending last year and beginning this season. And for Inter-Miami, you know, they, they did the opposite. They made a ton of changes. They brought in like eight or nine new players this year. There's a lot of pressure with Inter-Miami. David Beckham, obviously, running that team, wanting to make the changes, and he understands they're going to have to win first. But here's the thing. Last year, Inter-Miami did a good job bringing in certain names, certain faces, certain people who can, I think, play well in the MLS. Iguain, their striker, didn't do very well last year. Well, he's already gotten off to a great start this year, and they bring in a nice supporting cast around him. So my main thing with, with Miami is, unlike Nashville last year, who outperformed how good they were, Nat, Inter-Miami last year underperformed how good they could have been. As a matter of fact, if I look at every team last year in the MLS, Inter-Miami was the single most underperforming team in the entire league. So I have a Nashville team who outperformed last year how well they did. Inter-Miami, who played much worse last year than they could have been. One team got worse, Nashville. One team got better, Miami. Yet the market's grading Nashville as the better team here. I don't think that's the case. I strongly disagree. Uh, Inter-Miami, like I said, they got a lot better, but not only that, 
they're going to improve on defense. So what's going to happen? Is Miami now very capable on offense, very good midfield, and a stingy defense? They're going to be able to score goals and keep teams off the board. That's a recipe for a good team in the MLS. And when you get this kind of a matchup with a Nashville team whose defense is the only thing they relied on, that's gone. They can't score, and they can't handle pressure. This is a great game for Miami. This feeds into everything they like to do. Inter-Miami is going to hold the ball here, press high, make Nashville very uncomfortable midfield, and when Nashville does eventually get to the final third, they're not going to be able to do much because Inter's defense is not going to get fooled, tricked, or beaten like they did last year. So, Overall, I just see a bad matchup here for Nashville and a great matchup for Miami. So stylistically, big advantage for Miami. They want to push, they want to hold the ball, they want to score, but very improved defensively, that's going to be a main factor in this game. Uh, Looking at offensive and defensive efficiency, Inter-Miami does have a chance to be a very efficient team this season. You know, I look at certain teams like the LA Galaxy or maybe Seattle or Portland who score a lot of goals, but they're not efficient, especially when they go on the road. Well, we only have one game of sample size this year, But looking back this year, the end of last year, and what improved defenses typically do on the road, I think Inter-Miami is going to be a good road team. And when you talk about efficiency, I think they could be certainly a top five efficiency team, both offensive and defensively. Not sure where I'm projecting Nashville because they're very volatile right now, but they're not going to be efficient. That's one thing they weren't last year, efficient, both offensively and defensively. So when you talk about pure efficiency, big edge to Inter-Miami. Midfield, Miami got a lot better. That, That is one area where Nashville did very well last year year, but I think Miami does have a better midfield and they can pu- and they can pressure what uh, Nashville likes to do. And last e- last year, the manager mismatch. You know, Inter-Miami, new manager, Phil Neville, but as you guys rem- may remember, Phil Neville played in the Premier League a long time with David Beckham. These guys know each other. I think Phil Neville's going to be a good manager, but he needs to start with a team like this. So Phil Neville, I give him the edge in the manager status uh, to Gary Smith. You know, Gary Smith, Nashville manager, good, not great, and he hasn't shown that he can really adjust for teams like this who I think are going to go into Nashville and surprise them. So, you know, given all that, uh, we're going to go best bet for Friday or (laughs) best bet for Friday's show, which will be on Sunday morning, enter Miami plus a half or double chance minus 110 at Nashville. All right, that is it for today's show. Whatever you guys have going on today, tonight, good luck. Wish me luck getting my second shot. Hopefully I don't get too many of those side effects they're talking about, you know. But uh, like I said yesterday, I know this is the old joke. It's probably getting old. The only side effects I have, you know, I want to buy a bunch of Microsoft products. I want to buy- <laughs> just keep, keep wanting to donate to Bill Gates. So, all right, I'm done. I'm out of here. Good luck, whatever you guys have. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. 